Alright, we're well, yeah, ready. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Sure. Why not? Alright. You're going first this time. What? what oh, I'm going first last time. Okay. Yeah. I'm going first. You know what that means? What's up, loungers? Why did you be? I was, I was setting that up. <laughs> Alright, okay. <laughs> I'll just run with it. What's, What's up, up, loungers? What's what up, are- loungers? Welcome to the Seahorse Lounge. We provide you your nerdy news, movie reviews, and And relatable relatable life stories. I am one of your hosts, Jake Wins. Along with me, I have the handsome one, Nurse Eric. Hello. The ever so handsome one. The ever so handsome one, Nurse Eric. Forever so handsome. Forever. Hashtag smolder, right? Yep. Hashtag smolder. And we also have, of course... He's here every week. <laughs> the boss man. I've Kyle got nowhere Walter. else to go. Have we? Do- I know I'm losing, but who's done the podcast the most? I think it's you. Kyle. Yeah, I've done it the most. Because I don't. There. I think. Yeah, there was one where oh, Jake missed. You, and you missed for who knows how many. Yeah, you, <laughs> I've lost count. For like two months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Too much straight, but yeah. So yeah, I think Kyle's yeah. winning. Yeah. Get it's back like to work. Hey, exactly. That's what I like to hear. Well, before we get started, I want to ask you guys a quick question. No. Do you guys, do you guys have any weird food habits? Um. No. Not that I can think. What of. do you mean by like when so let me give you gotta you an touch example. the spoon to your chin before you put no, the cereal it's in your more mouth? Like, so we all know what potato salad is, right? Yeah, it tastes good. Potato salad's great. Bryn is really good at making potato salad. Love her potato salad. Here's the. I'll believe that when I try it. Okay. All right. Mm. You have to try it someday. Well, <laughs> here's what I'm trying to get. Bryn, to. if you're listening. Bryn, this is a, this is a shout out to you. Um, Bryn's potato salad is amazing, but what I'd love to do, I'd love to heat up my potato salad. I love it warm. Is that weird? Yeah. Very, I, very I weird. I love to throw, like, get a big old bowl of that potato salad, throw it in the microwave, nuke it for about a minute or so, and then eat it. So good. That's really odd. Jay. That goes from potato salad to potato casserole. Yeah, when you which heat it, is really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just have to tell people I really like potato casserole. Maybe that's what I'm trying to go for. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'll eat it cold too. But I just love when I can heat it up. I think for me, I'll eat it just about anything, or at least try it. And so, I don't really like. I've eaten some weird things. Well, Jake, you also do the eggs and tuna. Yes, yeah. that's right. Eggs and tuna. What's the, on you, Kyle? What's that thing you don't like? The grapes with the chicken for the. I'm not a fan of having fruit in chicken salad. I don't get it. I don't understand yeah, why or why weird, it started. I feel like no. I just I'm just saying like I'll eat it, but I don't understand why it started. Or who did it? Like leave the fruit in the fruit yeah. salad and leave the chicken in the chicken salad. It's almost like it started as a prank, and then everyone's like, "Man, this is really good." And well, like, oh, someone's like, "Oh, that fire. that person knows what they're doing. We better yeah. start doing it too." Add it to the book. <clears throat> All right. Well. Let's move on. We have a loaded episode Yeah, today. the first and best segment of the show, What's, What's News? All right. Thanks so for gonna, participating in that, Kyle. Yeah. I'm gonna You're welcome. I'm going to throw it to Eric <laughs> because he's got all of our What's News info. Well, yeah, so I tried to get notes. I got these like all across the internet. Some are more extensive than others, but we had a lot of What's News this week. We are recording oh, yeah. this on a Tuesday, so mm-hmm. Comic-Con just happened. By the yes. time you, this will hit your ears, it'll be Sunday, Monday, Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about mm-hmm. a week from when it ended. Yeah. So we'll, we'll let we'll it like settle. Recap. Yeah. And if anything has been redacted since that time, we apologize. Yeah, very sorry. Um, but first, we so all this is Comic-Con news. If there's anything else besides that, it's not here. So you can 
we'll timestamp it maybe, or yeah. you just fast forward until mm-hmm. you get right. to the core mm-hmm. of the episode. Anyway, first thing that I saw, or that was important to me, was the Witcher trailer dropped with mm. Henry Cavill. <clears throat> yep. And it looks Former really Superman. good. Yeah. Um, That's what trailers are meant to do. Look really good, yes. so you want to go no matter how bad the movie is, like Sonic. <laughs> that trailer was good? That's what I'm saying. It oh, was okay. so bad they couldn't even make a good yeah, trailer. Good point, good point. They um with the Witcher, um they said that's gonna be a lot of politic like Game Game of Thrones esque, mm-hmm. I feel like, which there's a hole right now since Game of Thrones exactly. is over and yep. the Witcher could fill that. Netflix I'm sure wants to. Yeah. It comes out later this year, like mm-hmm. last week of December. Oh, okay. Um and it looks really good. Yeah, it does. The trailer looked interesting. Now, they're just doing one season right now, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. And I don't think they've released how many episodes and stuff. But mm-hmm. Henry Cavill looks like he's going to do a good job. Yeah. He, so. he looks the part, for sure. Um, I'm not a big horror buff. Kyle isn't. I'll watch him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jake is. Um, and on that note, It Chapter 2 trailer came mm-hmm. out. You haven't seen the, fir- the first I haven't it, seen the first one, one, but I I saw the original It. Oh, okay. So I can appreciate this reboot that they're doing, kind of a remake of both. And I'm in, I will say I'm intrigued. I watched. I remember watching the trailer for the first one, and I watched the trailer for the second one. I was like, man, these do look like some crazy good movies. I will tell you, I will never see them. Really? Yeah, I hate clowns, so therefore <laughs> yeah, it's really? all. That, that's my big thing. Like, I don't want to see a clown that's creepier than it already is. Yeah. Why? Well, oh, boy, he's real creepy. Well, and like, yeah. I feel like. All I mean, granted, this is just from what I've heard or seen trailers of, but they're definitely like psychological thrillers, right? To yeah, some yeah, degree, yeah. So, yeah, which are the head, worst yeah. kind of, oh the yeah, scariest kind of thrillers. Mm-hmm. They stay with you. Horror. Yeah, you're just up all night for months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ooh boy. Next, we have Star Trek Picard. It's a new TV show coming to CBS All Access about Jean Luc Picard or Jean Jean Luc Picard. JLP. Whoa, that was good. Coming out of retirement for one last mission. Wow. Um, Played pretty, by Patrick Stewart? I believe so. Yes. I, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty sure. Like, how sure are we? Like, do I'm I have like to note Jack? It would be Sir Patrick sure. Stewart, actually, I believe. Oh, he's been, an, he's a knighted? Yeah. I'm pretty sure because there's, I, only, I saw a bunch of memes about him coming out of retirement to do this again. Okay. So, I'm assuming. Why not? A, you got to yeah. make money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huge retirement only lasts for so long, I exactly. Guess. <laughs> Before you get bored. Um, shout out to my dad. He is a huge fan of Agents of Shield on mm. ABC. Yes, it was supposed to be like in accordance with the MCU, but that ended up not working right. out too well. <clears throat> anyway, they're ending their seventh season, um, ending with their seventh season, which will start this fall. All right. So, oh, good on what, them. That's like seven years, seven year run. Yeah, it's season like it's been seven seasons. Yeah, usually one season um, per year. <laughs> Um, and last but not least, before I move on to all the Marvel news that came out, uh, is Top Gun Maverick, Whoa. which is Top Gun 2 trailer came out. That's pretty original. Flight Tom scenes Cruise. in that were amazing. Were they? Did you not watch it? Yeah. I mean, like, he saw, goes I saw, like, and he flips upside down and comes out of the canyon okay. and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Man, it's pretty crazy. See, I have some very close friends of mine who are pilots who okay. are, I'm assuming, stoked for this movie. Yeah. I'm not huge into aviation, so I feel like this movie is not for me. It's not really about aviation, though. It's about Tom Cruise. I read a quote that literally said, this is a love letter to aviation. <laughs> the original one? No, yeah. this one. Oh, I don't know about this one. It's the first one. It's just about 
the punk pilot trying to take everyone's challenge and show that he's mm-hmm. the best. See, I even, I should probably watch the first one before I make a it's judgment good. call. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, on to our favorite topic, Ooh, Marvel stuff. Oh, this is a loaded one. First up, Black Widow movie As of, okay, is coming out. It's official. Yep, yeah, she's finally official. getting it. Um, it is being released May first, twenty twenty. So that'd be our, our following movie after Far From Home. Yes. Is that our next Marvel movie? Yeah, we're like it's like a ten month gap. That is a big gap. It's okay. We could use a break. I, yeah, I, I agree. I need a break. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the, I think a lot of people will see a Black Widow movie, like with yeah. a female lead, and um, mm-hmm. I don't. I want to see it. And so I, I thought I saw that. Uh, you might be talking about this later, but the plot of this movie is going to be in between the events of I have Civil that. War and Infinity War. This movie will be? take place right after the events of the 2016 film Captain America: Civil War. Okay. Um, the movie will also reference Natasha's past in Budapest. All right. That's like a theme in Avengers 1 with her. Yeah, they and talk about it all Budapest the time. And, stuff. Mm-hmm. and, oh, this is, you and I remember Budapest very differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it is unknown if it will feature Jeremy Renner. Hmm. But he probably will. I, I be think in he it. has to be in it. Um, also, the main villain of the film will be Taskmaster. He yes. is a villain that can mimic any physical movement i'm excited about that so he can go toe-to-toe with the best of them it Mm -hmm. sounds like um but they don't know who will play that character uh as of as of yet and um they showed some film footage um at comic-con and it was described as jason bourne-esque okay so makes sense very like toe-to-toe actiony i'm assuming well Thrillery. I don't know how to describe Jason Bourne. Spy thriller. Yeah, yeah spy. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. I think it'll be a good one. Um, we have, one. and then this is the cast. David Harbour from Ooh. Stranger Things. Harbour he will himself. play a character oh. called Alexi. Mm-hmm. Which Ironic. <laughs> Ironic. He just stole that name. <laughs> which is also known as the Red Guardian. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a Russian super soldier counterpart to Captain America who has a history with Natasha Romanoff. Wait, um, so he's supposed to be a super soldier? Yes. Yeah. Is like he on the workout Russian. schedule though? He's. You could mm. bet your <laughs> he, he best be. dollar that he's going to be put on a Marvel diet <laughs> next time we. I see don't know. Maybe they want to portray the Russian super soldiers. Kind of let himself go. Well, it'll be funny <laughs> if he does make an appearance in season four. Uh, Hello, I have dead blood. We're going <laughs> to see fight. the remnants of his yeah of his workout. It'll be interesting. Very nice mustache. Bye. Um, this isn't too important. Harbour stated that the character has a lot of development and changes over the course of the film. Next, we have Florence Pung. I probably said that wrong. It's P-U-G-H. As Yelena Bel- Belova, a sister figure to Romanov, trained in the Soviet Russia Red Room to be one of their assassins known as the Black Widows. Can you say the character's name again? Yelena Belova. Okay, cool. I just wanted to hear you try it again. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> Um, next we have O.T. Fagmanel. Fag, Fagmanel? Okay, that sounds about right. Sure. As Mason, an ally from Romanoff's past from S.H.I.E.L.D. who is romantically interested in her. And Rachel Wise, the, the ever so famous Rachel Wise. Um, as Melina, a seasoned spy trained from the Red Room who is deeply involved in a scientific experiment. Which Ooh, I think there's science. a rumor that it's going to be kind of like pass the torch between her... And the actual Black Widow. Like, she's going to become the new Black Widow. Like, oh. something's going to happen in the movie where if she kind of hints, like, if anything ever happens to me, you I want you Black to be the next Widow. one. Because I would think they wouldn't just stop the role of Black Widow. 
in the new like she might not appear in phase four but who knows maybe an appearance of the That'll new be black widow will be in phase five that i heard a rumor about that on a i was listening to another podcast and they were talking about that i was like that would make sense we got a lot of ground to cover so anything else on black widow are you guys excited? Yay or nay? We'll go through each of these and you say yay or nay. I'm a yay, yay. Yeah. This one. Yay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, next we have, after that, Eternals, November 6, 2020, featuring, oh, I'm going to butcher these names, Richard Madden, who's best known as Rob Stark on Game of Thrones. That's where he got his breakout role. Mm. Um, but then he was in 2018's Bodyguard, which is like a four-episode series that was on Netflix, it originally aired on BBC. Um, he plays the Icarus. Um, we talked about what the Eternals are. Mm-hmm. I still don't really even know. I tried to get into it like on the internet and stuff. And yeah. It's like mm-hmm. hard. Anyway, Kumal Nanjiani as Kingo. Lauren Ridloff, she was in The Walking Dead, as Makari. Brian Tyree Henry, who's on the show Atlanta with oh, Donald Gibson. Who Who's the actor who voiced Simba? Donald Glover. Thank you. Donald mm-hmm. Glover. I, I knew it was a D and a G. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Um, got it. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry also voiced Jefferson Davis in Into the Spider-Verse, which is Miles Morales' dad. All right. Um, anyway, Brian Tyree Henry is playing Fastos, P-H-A-S-T-O-S. Um, Selma Hayek is playing Ajak. Liam McHugh is Sprite. Don Lee is Gilgamesh. And Angelina Jolie is Thena or Thena. So she's uh, she's supposed to be the either sister or close cousin to Thanos. Oh. Yeah. So there's gonna be a close tie between those two, and then I think, so I think the Eternals are supposed to be, essentially sent by the Celestials, if in a way like almost help create the Earth or watch over the Earth in a way. So probably like, not just the Earth, but lots of different. Yeah. Planets. Well, excuse me, not the Earth, yeah. the universe. Yeah. So I think that's kind of their role. But I want to say that the movie is supposed to be some kind of rift starts between the two of them, and like a civil war starts. I'll be interested to see how well this does. It mm-hmm. feels Guardian Galaxy esque, mm-hmm. the first one where it's like totally out of left field. Right. But we'll see. Um, apparently, Brian Tyree Henry and I know Kumal Nagiani are both kind of comedians, mm-hmm. so maybe there's a humor aspect to it. Maybe they can play a serious role. Who knows? Who cares? Next, <laughs> Shang Chi: Legend of the Ten Rings. Whoa! I mean, oh, that sounds amazing. Sorry. Oh, Eternals. Eternals yay or nay? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm a e. No, yeah. it's absolute yay or nay. Right uh, now, a nay. I'm a nay. Yeah, I'm. I'm a nay because I don't okay. know how it's gonna do. Mm-hmm. Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, February 12th, 2021. I'd say based off of just the title, I'm a yay. Yeah. For Legend Shang- of the Ten Shang-Chi. Rings, just, I want to know. Well, I'm actually going to get into that. So this movie no, I want to know. will debut <laughs> the real Mandarin. Now, if you remember, the Mandarin... Mandarin was in Iron Man 2. Three. Three. Was in yep, Iron that Man one. Three, one of them. Played by Ben Kingsley, but that was all a facade. It oh. was Ben Kingsley wasn't really... Uh, he was like an actor portraying the Mandarin. Um, but this Mandarin, I believe I have the actor. No, I don't. He'll be played by uh, an, a man. All right. <laughs> or a woman. No, it is a man. They've casted him. I just didn't write it down. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, wait. Yeah, I did. Tony Leung. All right. So cool. a little cool. bit of background on the Mandarin. He, Mandarin. Mandarin. The Mandarin is portrayed as a genius scientist and a superhumanly skilled martial artist. However, his primary sources of power are ten power rings that he had had adapted from alien technology um, from a craft spaceship. Each ring has a different power and is worn on a specific finger. 
Mm. Um, the other interesting fact about this is in Iron Man 1, the terrorist group that captures Tony Stark is the Ten name? Rings. The Ten Rings. Yeah. So. Oh, it's called the Ten Rings? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, so wow. they based it off of some loose tie loosely to related, like, yeah, to loosely related to actual truth. Wow, um, that's why it was so believable. Yeah, in the same movie, um, Simu Liu uh, will be playing. He's an, um, a Canadian Asian actor. Um, will be playing Shang Chi, and I got this stuff from Wikipedia. It says proficient in many different types of unarmed and weaponary based wushu, which is Chinese martial art styles including the use of gyun nunchaku and jiyan in later years he gains the power to create countless duplicates of himself and joins the avengers now i thought that's pretty that's cool. pretty sweet because the fact that he can like multiply himself and he knows all of this kung fu makes him much more of a lethal threat yeah, i'd like to see thanos oh, trying to go toe-to-toe yeah. with something like that or the mandarin or oh, the mandarin yeah, <laughs> yeah. thanos is done okay, okay but still it would have been nice if he was, was there it was like this it was Gone. Oh, whoa. That was really good. That was good. Okay. Okay. Time out. I don't like how there's a he does a snap with the glove mm-hmm. that's made out of metal. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Moving on. So yay or uh, yay? All the gone. Yes. So, uh, yeah. I already said yay. Okay. Very yay on this one. Next. Uh, by the way, I'm skipping all Disney Plus. I'll get back. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's yeah. That's all right. We talked about it. Doctor mm-hmm. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This is the one. May seventh. 2021. I'm so excited for Just this because one. Jake's so excited, I'm a nay. Are you? T- <laughs> uh, I am a yay, but I'll, I'll be. I have a couple things here. So there's an asterisk on there, and you're just like a yay. Maybe, maybe? <laughs> no. Yay, I'm a maybe. yay. Um, Scott Derrickson, who created the first one, is also doing this one, and he's done. Sh- he's more of a horror film director. This he's is done awesome. Exorcism of Emily Rose in 2005, Sinister in 2011, and Deliver Us from Evil in 2014. So is this going to be the R-rated Marvel? I, I, don't I was so. listening to a podcast and they were talking about that, and I was like, okay, that w- I could get behind that if they were to like make it super, not like just like bloody and gory, but just like if it was just like that scary and disturbing that they had to make it R. I think I'd be okay with that. But usually, it's the blood and gore that puts it over the edge. I guess that's true, but it, I mean, it, could they if something's like super scary? Does it fall into that room? It has to be R. Like, okay, it definitely needs to be like an older audience that watches this. There are some good PG thirteen horror films. Okay, so I mean, I think that w- might push it over, but I didn't know if that was a. Well, here's a thing. why I think it will be PG thirteen because Elizabeth Olsen from WandaVision, which will be preparing on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. she will be in this movie. Yep. As a, um, and the, like the two movies will be or the TV show. Let me will coincide with the movie. Um, also, will be returning Rachel McAdams and Benedict, Benedict Wong will be reprising their roles. Yeah. Yoo-hoo. So, yeah. Moving on, we'll go to Disney Plus. Oh, yay or nay? Time. Are we oh, doing that again I'm now? Yay. yay. Uh, very You're nay. excited uh, yay. I, I want to say, say nay. say nay because of me. But, yeah, I'm saying it just because of Jake, so I'll say maybe. Wait, no. it's absolutes. Yeah. Yay. The, um, mm-hmm. the interesting thing about this, so WandaVision is set to release on Disney Plus in spring 2021, and that Doctor Strange movie is May 7th, 2021. So it'd be like the streaming service show comes out, and then it's like the movie's, the movie's there. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, that. moving on to the streaming service, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney Plus is fall 2020, and I'm excited for this one because Daniel Bruhl, who was played um, Baron Zemo in Civil War... Mm-hmm. He'll be. He never died in that one. 
Black Panther stopped him from yes, killing mm-hmm. himself. He will be reprising his role as Baron Zemo. Which I think is so cool. And in, at San Diego Comic-Con, they, they had this thing where Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, Stan. Mm-hmm. were like talking, and then Ant- or Daniel Brule came on and put on the purple mask and was like Baron Zemo or something. Mm. Or said, I'll see you guys later, or whatever. I'm excited. This be cool. That'll be a cool one to watch. Um, Paul Bettany will be reprising his role for WandaVision, but he's dead in the MCU, so I don't know how that's going to work. A conscious. Conscience. Oh, he, a conscious? Yeah, I think he's going to be like in her head. Well, she has or in her heart. reality manipulating powers, mm-hmm. so we'll see. Um, next is Loki on Disney Plus Spring 2020, and this is the Tesseract Loki. This mm-hmm. is spoilers for Endgame. The one who got the Tesseract in Endgame and vanished. Yep. Um, so this will be an alternate timeline Loki, the one who hasn't had all the character development from the past couple Thor films. It'll be interesting. We'll still be a bad guy. Yep. Um, next they have, I don't have too much information on this, What If on Disney Plus. It's basically like, what if this happened instead of right. this? It's animated. Um, they're having all the voice talent from across the Yeah, MCU. everyone's going to be in it. They're getting everyone back into it. And it's, yeah. I even saw that some of it is going to be, it's not just going to be cartoon. They're also going to have some live action segments as well. Yeah. So some of these guys are going to come back to do small segments. So that may be good. And then Hawkeye on Disney Plus Fall 2021 starring Jeremy Renner um, and an unknown actress who will be playing Kate Bishop. So it'll be like a mentor teaches the protege kind mm-hmm. of deal. Um, so yeah. Next, last, but certainly not least, and the one that is my yay, Thor, Love, and Thunder. That was a good... You should, like, edit that later in the episode and make it more of a thunder. Okay, I will. I bet you could find that sound. Oh, yeah, yeah, easily. Um, That one's coming out November 5th, 2021. Um, We already talked about who's going to be directing it, Taika Waititi, Um, but... Natalie Portman will be returning for this film. Um, she saw how good Thor 3 was and so sad that she missed out. She's like, I got to get in on the next yeah. one. Yeah. Well, and she like she is in Endgame. Yes. But that was stock footage. Oh. Yeah. Did you guys know that? It yeah, wasn't she like, wasn't actually in there. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was. I thought they just had her come back for just to no, film like, like a small it, Like they took scene. the fit footage from a past film. And they just threw Rocket Raccoon in there. Yeah. So he was just, oh, wow. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, there's not a real raccoon that looks like that. <laughs> no, I meant like they didn't film a scene with her in that scene with Rocket Raccoon. So I'm excited for this. Yeah. Um, very excited. One thing that's interesting about, have you guys heard of the Mighty Thor run in the comics? Yeah, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a that's a run where it's part of this original Sin comic book arc, but Thor ends up not becoming worthy to wield Mjolnir. Um, he's like a false god or something like mm-hmm. that. And um, Jane Foster, a.k.a. Natalie Portman, or vice versa, she ends up wielding Mjolnir um, and taking on the mantle of Thor. But what's... Sorry got a little bit of the burpees that's okay um but jake will edit them out yeah but, <laughs> i'm just kidding but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no but, but what's interesting about this mighty thor run is that jane foster has cancer and every time she wields the mjolnir she is healed oh but then when she release relinquishes that power she then gets sick again gets cancer again and like wow. it restarts um, so I, I, I don't know how the, the comic ends, 
Um, I'm assuming either she retains or gives back her mantle. But anyways, I'm excited for that. Like I've mentioned before, I think Taika is a wonderful director. Yes. And I think it will be just as good as his other films. Yes. I'm very excited for that one. Okay. So we're about like 20 minutes in and we finished What's News. That was a lot. Yes. So welcome back. Yes. We, that was a, probably down. our most loaded What's News. So now let's move on. Well, hold on. I feel like we could have just said Marvel's going to make a lot of more movies. We probably could have, but we uh, had to. We had to. Oh yeah. Is there the one detail. on this list? Oh wait, I almost forgot because it's at the very bottom in like the smallest font. They also talked about releasing Blade, X Men, and Fantastic Four. Yes, they were verbally like after twenty twenty one. So, is there anything that you guys are most excited for, real quick? Doctor Strange. Multiverse of Madness. Legend of the Ten Rings. Really? Oh, that's your most excited about? Okay, cool. I, I think, think the title cool. caught me the most. You know, honestly, I'm going with you, Kyle, too. I think I would new love characters, to see New characters, yeah, new everything. It's not like, yeah. oh, here we go again. Yeah. Same people. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Like. Good point. Something fresh. Okay. So, as you guys know, Superhero Summer. Part two. Yeah. So, this week, we are going to be, last week, we choose the best DC hero. We will not divulge that. We want you to go listen to it. Mm-hmm. This week, we are choosing the best Marvel superhero. Okay. Now, there's a little bit of the best. We just pick kind of our favorite, and then we go with that, right? Yeah, there, there are many superheroes. <laughs> yeah. We throw them into an algorithm. Yeah. It works Very its magic. complex. Yeah. We put a lot of time and effort into yeah. this. The, the, the math behind it is a little tough to understand, I'll be honest. <laughs> but somehow, we pick the best. Um, Bless you, Eric, for doing this for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the other thing I was going to say, too, is that each hero will be based on four different categories. Their villain gallery, um, their origin story, their powers, and what they symbolize mm-hmm. or stand for. What principles they adhere to. So, Jake is going to start us off. And then right. we're going in traditional seahorse fashion and going clockwise. So, um, Kyle, meanwhile, that means you'd be next. Are you ready? Kyle and I... What? I gotta go next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyle and I will be rating Jake's arguments or criteria um either generously or ungenerously depending on all right should we just give him ones now stop i said the last thing you don't even know well i did tell you i I do know the fun thing is and again i won't spoil it but it was a close race last time it was close yeah it could be close again yeah Yeah. it could be i mean we still depending on who i picked yeah it could be close yeah we still we don't know why do you I don't know what I'm up against. Um, <laughs> all right, so I picked someone who is near and dear to my heart, Peter Quill, a.k.a. Star-Lord. So starting with his... Wait, who? Star... Oh, hilarious. Call back to the movies. I like it. Star-Lord. Come on, man. Star what? Star-Lord. So um, some of the villains that Star-Lord has gone up against with his buddies, or sometimes even solo... Uh, one of them that we're very familiar with, a lot. Uh, let's see. One of these we know from the MCU. Two of these are just from straight comic. They have not been in the MCU. One of them. So Hela, the evil, oh. long lost sister of, of Thor. Uh, Thor and Loki. There have been many times where Star Lord himself has had to fight her and try to stop her in multiple times. Really? As you said, try to stop her. So did he ever have any luck? He did have luck once. Thor. <laughs> Showed up, okay. The God okay. of Thunder, but <laughs> wow, you really misled us. There. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> say, here's once the thing, he though. defeated her all on her. The, oh wait, no, Thor took thing. care of it. Peter Quill was always able to persevere, and they were able to push her away. 
So Good for Peter Quill. Foil, he spoiled her plans multiple times. Yeah. Another one is, this is kind of go along with his origin story, Gareth, his evil uncle. Who was a part <laughs> of the Gareth, his what? evil uh, uncle. He was the uh, he was the. Does brother. he live in his basement? Like no, his no, 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 basement no, 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 no. Okay. So you guys have to understand. I'll, I'll get to it in the the um, the origin story. But so Gareth, the the his evil villain Gareth will make more sense when I tell the origin story. But just know he has an evil uncle named like, Gareth. Named Gareth, and he's like he Can't wants to be the Gareth. king. King uh, of what? Uh, the Starlack Galaxy. We'll is it there. lacking stars? No, star okay. lack. <laughs> and then the other one is uh, Magus. He is an evil doppelganger of Adam Warlock. Whoa. So he can mimic Adam Warlock, and he has one motive in life, that good and evil should not be bound by like the way of like choice and stuff. The only choice you should have in life is you either worship him or you die. <laughs> oh, yes, man. he lives his life that way, so... When he comes on the scene, you got two choices. So there are many times where Star Lord had to go toe to toe with an evil doppelganger called Mangus. <laughs> Mangus. So, um, and then not to not to mention also, many times he had to fight Thanos. So we all know who Thanos is. But did, did he wait, beat Thanos? Did, there yeah. were times where he had where he he beat Thanos. Yes. I feel like it was his fault they didn't beat that is Thanos the MCU, in Infinity War. Though. Oh, this is you're not Thanos. doing MCU at all. No, this is just comic book okay, Peter okay. Quill. This is comic book Peter Quill. Because that'll and make more Thanos sense. Thanos must be really weak in well, the comics. because he doesn't have... I think what really makes Thanos strong... I mean, we saw him fight without the gauntlet. but In the movie. Is that who you picked, who? Kyle? Was Pe- is Thanos? He's not a superhero? Some might, I mean, yeah, some I guess might he, make He's just argue. trying to make things better for everyone. I mean, so we can all survive and have a better way of life. Best, We're not all of us. Half of us. Definitely the best supervillain, for sure. Um, origin story. Okay. So Jason... Uh, which is Peter Quill's father. So in the MCU universe, we think oh, it's, it's portrayed that Ego is Peter Quill's father. Mm-hmm. In the comic books, that is not the case. Jason, who is essentially, um, he is like the emperor and like the guardian over Starlight, the Starlight Galaxy. So like he's like he's essentially like a king, and he is traveling, crash lands on Earth, and whose backyard does he land in? None other than Meredith Quill. She walks over to the ship. She sees this mangled man nearly hanging on to life. <clears throat> he pulls out his, his gun to try to shoot her, and he just faints. And she's like, oh, my goodness. Pulls him into her house, nurses him back to life. He wakes up. They start a friendship. Then that friendship turns into love. And then they fall in love, and she bears a child. And question, name, question. Why what? does nobody ever report this to any form of authority? <laughs> this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I know it's a different universe, DC. Yeah. Hey, spaceship crashed yeah. on our farm. Eh, let's just take care of this baby. Yeah. <laughs> it became Superman. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> but here's the thing. Jason did not know that she <clears throat> became pregnant. He left once his ship was fixed. She bore this child, Peter Quill, and she began to raise him by herself. Word got back to Gareth. That his brother, Jason, had a son on Earth. Gareth's plan was to become the king and ruler. Essentially like the whole like uh, Mufasa Scar scenario. King mm-hmm. of Starlight. Starlight. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he was hoping that Jason would die and he'd be able to become the king or like plot his death. But if Jason dies, there's then it a... would be there'd be Peter Quill yeah. to take the throne naturally. So he sent a, a a band of mercenaries to go kill Meredith and Peter. Successful in killing Meredith, 
unsuccessful killing Peter. And Peter was actually able to fight both of them off. He stole one of their weapons and shot both of them and killed them. Wow. And He's because, a murderer? And because That's his origin? of that, <laughs> it left Peter with a drive to find out why these people came to Earth to kill him and his mom. He eventually, as time went on, he was hired by NASA. Worked in the NASA space. Uh, this is not an origin story. This is a life story. You know, he works at NASA as a mechanic. One day, he sees an opportunity to steal a Kree spaceship. Gets in the Kree spaceship, takes off to wherever, and hunt for answers. Finally finds his dad. They reunite, and he tells him, you're supposed to be the heir of the throne. You are the Star-Lord of the galaxy. And he's like, huh, I'm Star-Lord. <laughs> so that's his origin story. That was a little anticlimactic, i got to be honest. What? Well, there's more. Like, hey, you're Star-Lord. Hmm. It took him forever to find him. Um, okay. Abilities. Um Let's see, he is a master tactician. He has strength augmentation via advanced and advanced suit. Uh, okay, so, super so he, the suit makes him strong. Mm-hmm. Okay. He is an expert in hand-to-hand just, combat and a master martial arts. He is a skilled marksman. I feel like it's master martial artist is a common theme. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, if you are a hero, you must learn martial arts. <laughs> he can fly via his... his uh, He's versatile. Space boots. Okay, so he... Again, mm-hmm. it's Jets. not actual flying. He but he can, can fly. Use... But he can fly. So, but he so can he... fly. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. So he's like the yeah. poor man's Iron Man. Yeah, but he can fly. So, okay. I mean, I'm just. Like, I can't not fly. on his own. I can't fly. But he, he knows can. how to use okay. all right. a jetpack. Yeah. So he's utilizing all these different weapons and skills. I just want to make sure everyone understands. Star Lord. Okay. Um, and his symbolism. I think Star Lord, his symbolism is even though he is distracted at many times by various different things. He stands for what's true. And at the end of the day, his biggest motivation is his friends and the love that he has for them. That he would go he goes above and beyond to serve his friends and to help them and keep them safe, to give them a safer world to live in. The very first one was trying to serve justice for his mother, who was literally killed in front of him, and he wanted to find out why. And then from there, Garden to the Galaxy he does everything he can to protect them. Becomes their leader. So, okay. there's mine. Peter Thank Quill. You, Jake. Wow. So, I <sighs> did not know that much about Star-Lord or Peter Quill. And or, now I feel educated. Yeah, there you go. We will be revealing our scores after we all share it. Yes. So, as to not create biases. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <clears throat> because if you knew our scores that we gave you, then yeah, you'd be like, change one, mm-hmm. one <laughs> two. Yeah. Good point. Good point. It's true. It's a perfect system. Yeah, <laughs> so perfect. All right. Here we go. Who you got? I went with, again, I'm all about something that we're not so used to. Like, you did, you know, you did Peter Quill, so I respect the fact that you picked someone that not everyone's going to go with, not everyone's going to know. Right. Maybe going with, I don't know, Spider-Man or someone like that. Ooh. Um, <laughs> but shade the early. shade has been thrown. Yeah. Or Thor or yeah. Iron Man. We've seen a lot of those guys mm-hmm. lately. I mean... We've seen a lot of Iron Man lately, so I picked yeah. him. And no, I'm just kidding. This might be like seriously. We all know this one. Yeah. No. Uh, I actually went with Black Panther. Whoa. Mm. Okay, this would be good. Yes. I like this. So Black Panther debuted in the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Actually. I that. Mm-hmm. And he. So that's just comic book origin where he started, but. He was the first well-accepted African superhero. 
So it's kind of a big deal. But it was Stanley and Jack Kirby. It was Fantastic Four number 52 in 1966. So long time ago. It was part of the Silver Age of comic books. But his – so I'm, I always do origin. It feels weird to do villains before That's origin. So. Yeah, you do you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway – Black Panther. You might get less points, but yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. See, going I mean, out of order, like whatever. last time. But hey, you know what? It's you're, it's you're, the true. You're so. fine. He is the king and protector. Now, Black Panther is actually a title for right. the king of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Highly advanced civilization. So the way I look at it is, Black Panther is kind of like a modern day King Arthur, protecting his country, taking care of his people, making sure justice is always served. Okay. Making sure there's actually one he returns from the U.S. after working with the Avengers in one of the comics he comes back and there's like just a group of I guess like hooligans attacking an old woman saying you need to answer to Killmonger and he saves them so he's like essentially a police force and he he does everything he can to he take care of his people he is yeah. and yeah, I mean he's the king so yeah <laughs> but the way it works actually so the origin is you do not automatically become Black Panther as the king just because he is the next to be king does not mean he will actually be the black panther so for him in the comic books the way it worked is when his father passed away he did not take over immediately his uncle actually stepped in because t'challa was not worthy at that point he had oh. not done enough to hmm. prove so different than the movies yeah okay. exactly so he didn't he had not proven enough to be worthy of the mantle of black panther okay. yep so he was actually acting as king but he was not black panther at that point so he had to do they say it was a walkabout. He had to go figure out some stuff, become worthy, live life a little bit more. And then once he came back and proved that he was worthy, he had to defeat different tribesmen. So that's kind of similar to the movie. He had to go and challenge everybody. And then he proved that he was worthy, and he was able to have the heart-shaped fruit. And Yeah, that's right. So that's that's where he comes from. That's where he is. And he is, again, he's the king, the ruler. Does everything he can to, to help out his country. Okay. Now, All right. villains... I, there are some that we know He's already. The They've shown ones. some. Killmonger is... Mm. Is that the biggest one of his? Or? Killmonger is a big one, I'd okay. say. I mean, he's crazy, too. Like yeah, He's actually true. not related in the comics, though. Okay. That's one thing. But he is still... He's from Wakanda, raised in the U.S., goes to MIT. So a lot of the stuff, they match pretty well right. in everything. Uh, however, he is... I mean, he's a masterful tactician. He's constantly trying to take over Wakanda, yeah. start uprisings, do all that stuff, take the technology that they have from the vibranium, yeah. just always trying to take over. So that's a big one. There's also Ulysses Claw, who has come in, tried to steal the vibranium, killed T'Challa's dad, and also oh. he also killed Killmonger's dad in the, that oh, attack. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's why Killmonger, he wants to also kill Claw. But anyway... So those are some big ones. So Claw is definitely a big one. And then there is M'Baku, the oh. leader, they call him the White Ape in here. So he is a villain in a lot of it because he's trying to take over one of the rival clans. Like usurp. Yeah, trying to usurp okay. the power. However, I'd say the biggest villain that he faced that many don't know is he defeated Doctor Doom. Really? He was powerful enough to defeat Doctor Doom because that's why he was helping the Fantastic Four. They couldn't do it. He came to save the day. He Ooh. saved other superheroes because he's that, that good. Bumped your, yeah. That bumped your villain thing. <laughs> bumped it up. I'm saying, like, from I was surprised as well. <laughs> yeah. Went from a one to two. Solid I'll take five, the point. Writing it down. It doubled. So, I mean, and Doctor Doom, as we know, Doctor Doom is one of the most powerful villains right. of all time. And yeah. he was able to 
with his powers. Yeah, ruin. He could be the next big bad. Mm -hmm. I think that would be great, actually, if Doctor Doom was. Now his abilities, his abilities. He's actually got quite the list. I mean, he's got, you know, they call him the Man Without Fear. So I thought that was Daredevil. Yeah, that is. Sorry, I'm reading. He he worked with the Daredevil as well. But um, he uh, has superhuman strength, speed, agility, healing powers. So those are all the things he actually. Is that when he takes the herb? That's when he takes the herb, but the okay. herb does a little bit more. It actually will tie him to the Black Panther spirit. Yeah, and that's I what's that. mm-hmm. so as it's part of the title. Um, but he also some other powers that he has is he becomes the king of the dead, Whoa. and he can raise the undead. So he could just like, like ancestors kind of deal. Or? Well, not just so if they're bodies, he can raise them to fight on his side, and he can also bring spirits forth that will have matter, and they can fight on his side as well. Sounds like Skyrim, doesn't it, Eric? A little, yes, Skyrim esque. Mm-hmm. And of course, I mean that's just his actual abilities, Jeez. but then you also have all the technology that goes along with it because he has because he's in he's in vibranium. Wakanda, so he's got everything that vibranium has, mm-hmm. and essentially he's like a way better. Iron Man, essentially, because he's got all of that. Yeah, so. mm-hmm, good point. Um, now, one other thing that they don't talk about in the movie that we didn't know is the heart-shaped herb is poisonous to anyone outside the royal blood- bloodline. Oh. oh. So, actually, he's the only one that can have that, or his sister, Shuri. Well, that's cool that that's comic book accurate, and then in the movies, Killmonger has it, and it doesn't kill him. Yeah, so they you made know, him that's, part that's of the royal. That's kind of cool. Yep. Now, what does he stand for? Oh, one this other just be good. quick thing. Just some things I didn't realize. That he actually, in the comics, he ends up marrying Storm. Because they're both from Africa. Oh. Kind of was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. You know? I, so. I like that. Well, I, like fun, I have a fun fact, too. Oh. Okay. Wow. Trying to score those extra points. There was... <laughs> so, I know we talk... Nowadays, we talk a lot about... Um, now I can't think of what they're called, but uh, graphic novels. That's what oh, I mean. yeah. There is a claim that Panther's Rage, which is over two years, it was a series with Black Panther in the early 70s, was the first graphic novel. Oh. Really? Yes. So, okay. because they were saying it was so well written that it wasn't just a comic, and you could follow through the entire... There's cl- There are claims that it is the best written comic series, and therefore... The first graphic novel. It's called Panther's Rage. Mm-hmm. So That's it's cool. about when he comes back from the Avengers, Killmonger is trying to take everything over. He fights Killmonger. It's essentially actually the movie. Yeah. He throws him over the ledge, Makes waterfall. He comes movie, back, yeah. but in order to even fight Killmonger again, he has to fight various villains throughout the way. I'm curious mm. if the what comics the movie was based on. Yeah. It was, it was they, pretty much based they on that. Draw inspiration, you know? Yeah, right. it was. But it was on that series, essentially. You go oh. through that series, and that's what they followed. So, hmm. I'll have to check that out. Black Panther, he stands for, really, I'd say taking care of, kind take of. Care, uh, taking care not, of business? Taking care of, I mean, protecting Wakanda is really what he's mm-hmm. all about, if we're going to be honest. He wants to take care of the people of his country, make sure mm-hmm. that it is represented properly. And he even starts to represent in other countries. So that's also in the comics. They pulled it into the movie, but he does. He's the first King to take Wakanda out of the shadows and show, Hey, we have something that we can offer the world. Right. So at first I would say it's growth. He starts out definitely got to take care of Wakanda and then it progresses to, we're going to take care of as many people as possible. 
I, I respect that. Mm-hmm. I really do. Like a true king. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. You guys ready? Yeah. So I picked Earth 616 Spider Man, aka Peter B. Parker. Mm. <laughs> Which Full one is that? Peter yeah. Benjamin. I had to Parker? be. I had to be very specific. <laughs> because now there are so many that we don't know. The one who started it all, really. Yeah. Right. So I'll start in traditional fashion. I'll start with his origin story. He's been by Radioactive Spider. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is him. Okay, but. Going a bit more into the background, Spider-Man was created in 1962, and the reason, because I was like, as I was doing this, I was wondering why everyone seems to love Spider-Man. Like, why is that? He's been around a long time. Yeah. He, um, he became groundbreaking because he is one of the first superheroes who was a teenager, but not regulated to sidekick status, like Robin or Bucky Barnes at the time. Okay. So people could, like, relate to him on that level. That's a big deal. They knew that most people reading comics were teenagers and thought, why not make one of them? He therefore had no mentor, thus having to learn for himself, which also makes him very unique in his origin story. He's going to make mistakes, but I think that's what makes him relatable and human. Um, Fun fact. This is my fun fact. We all know that phrase, with great power comes great responsibility. Solid. Say that again. What was it? Great power, great responsibility. I think it's great power equals great responsibility. Okay, yeah. Um, That line was included in a text box in the final panel of the first Spider-Man story, but it was later retroactively attributed to his guardian, Uncle Ben. So in the very first one, it was just like a little blurp, but then they say that Uncle Ben said it to him. Okay, okay. Okay. That's a... Take that for you will, Mm -hmm. but that's just more of a fun fact. They're trying to give Ben more meaning. Yeah. Villains. they need to. Yeah. We got Venom, Green Goblin. Oh. Uh, I already, honestly, I already knew my score San- for villains. <laughs> Sandman, Carnage, Doctor Octopus, Craven the Hunter, Kingpin debuted in Spider-Man first, before Daredevil mm. and such. Yeah, I was like, there's some crossover with some of his villains because they're so good. Yeah, Lizard, I'm here arguing for you. Scorpion, Mysterio, Shocker, Rhino, Tombstone, and Vulture. Um, one that I did want to highlight: Green Goblin or Norman Osborn. Um, Oscorp is like a huge entity in the Marvel universe often which i'm surprised we haven't heard anything about yet not even like the slightest mention yeah when it's well it's this, owned by sony like I'm well yeah but i mean they've been using spider-man so why can't they just mention yeah. oscorp yeah mm-hmm. my, like we all know spider-man mine will probably go pretty quick i did try to find some unique powers or abilities he has had or currently has that he doesn't use um superhuman strength speed durability agility stamina reflexes reactions coordination balance endurance so all the stuff that you just listed i listed for black panther okay um precognitive spider sense he uses the webbing or use of webbing i should say sometimes sometimes it's organic webbing sometimes he like makes the webbing himself or like biologically we're not talking about they did that to match the movie no i'm in comics yes they did it in the comics to match the movie so it was it came out after the movie when they ruined it with toby um He's a pro- he's you. a proficient scientist and inventor or genius level intellect, um, and then here's three interesting ones. He can communicate with spiders, so Ant Man esque. Mm, okay. Huh. Um, he ha- he does have enhanced healing, not to the level of like Deadpool or Wolverine, but he can right. like fall from a building and still get a yeah. walk. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm forgetting something that I mentioned anyway. And he does have night vision, hence. Mm. the goggles i see oh, Makes okay sense. so 
Um, and last but not least, I'm kind of proud of this, what I felt like he symbolized. You guys can probably guess what you're on, but I'm just going to read this. First, Speeder Man. Speeder Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're changing to a different character. Yeah, yeah. First, Spider-Man, a.k.a. Peter Parker. He's relatable. Not only is he the relatable epitome of an awkward, lonely teenager, but he also illustrates loss when Gwen Stacy dies or love when he marries MJ. Mm-hmm. Yet more importantly, Spider-Man illustrates the internal conflict of every single human being. There are many times we struggle between what we do and what we should. Our duty versus our desire. What makes Spider-Man the best superhero is that he is us. We are Spider-Man ourselves. Spider-Man symbolizes what it means to be human. To live, to love, and to lose. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Jake, or... Kyle, what did you put for Jake? <laughs> I gave. We're we're doing origin first this time. Or, uh, I, I, I mean, you that's can do whatever. Order. Okay, as long as I had origin. Six, six. <laughs> oh, I thought my you, note was <laughs> you put your arm up, and I thought you wrote no. it on your arm. <laughs> nope. Uh, six because it was too long. Oh jeez. I gave you an eight. Okay. I mean, I, I yeah. Uh, villains. Five point five. <laughs> Hella. <laughs> Yeah, again, that was... He what? kept her away until Thor showed up. Oh, I gave you a 7.9. Eric's being generous. Oh, yes. I mean, um, powers, I gave a 6. I gave 6.7. Wow. So I lost. <coughs> hey, we haven't done mine yet. It could be... Symbol, I gave an 8.6. Ooh, 7.1. Jake, right. what'd you put for Kyle? Uh, okay, Black Panther. Let's see. For villains... Put 8.5. Oh, see, I put 9. Mm. That Doctor Doom argument really got me. Well, yeah. I was surprised. And that's the thing. I want to go back and read all the comics now. Yeah. Because it's like, dang, he defeated Doctor Doom? Like, like how? Why? Mm. Well, he had a bunch of... And that was as you were listing Spider-Man's powers, I was forgetting some that I... I said, I didn't pick until like last minute. I had a few I was debating. Because he also had the power to... He can recognize a certain person's scent and pick them out. And he can memorize thousands of individual scents. Like, he can hunt people. I think that makes sense since he's the Black Panther. Yeah, and it's like, it's more of the title of the Black Panther and Mm -hmm. all that. But anyway, yeah. Origin. Origin, I put an 8.5 again. That was pretty unique. You're pretty pretty consistent. (laughs) You also did 8.5? No, I did. No, I did (laughs) (laughs) 8.4. Essentially the same. I don't know. That, those points can make a difference. <clears throat> they can. We learned that last week. And um, Listen, at Seahorse Lounge. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, powers. I put 9.1. You put 9.5. Um, symbolism. What'd you give? Put 8. I put 5. Yeah. I was struggling on symbolism. Honestly, I don't necessarily agree with his symbolism. He's kind of uh, okay. a little bit about isolation with Wakanda. Yeah. So. Um. Kyle, score for Spider-Man. Origin, 8.5. 8.0 for me. I struggle with it because I've just seen it so many times. Yeah. That was my drawback. Yeah. yeah. But villains, mm-hmm. a 10. Whoa. 9.5. You can't, like, he has so many amazing villains. I think, the, like, Batman is the only one I can think of. Oh, yeah. it comes even close. No, and that's yeah. like, and I don't understand why those two. I know they've been around for a really long time. And they've had great writers and everything, but they just their villains are so good, and yeah. everybody knows them. Yeah, yep. I think Most one known. one yeah. thing that I think is important is I feel like 
there's so much background into the villains just as much as the hero mm-hmm. with those characters specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's an origin story for every villain, and you get, like, you understand them, their motivations and such. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I think it was a... But, okay. Abilities. Um, powers, yeah. Powers and abilities. 8.5. 8. And again, I, it's, I, just, I think I've seen it so many times that I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. You can do that. Yeah, I probably could have not said it, but I could have probably just said Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's a spider, but just a man. No, right. so well known. Yeah. And then symbol. Symbolism, I actually gave a seven. Because I feel that you're, you're saying he is us. I don't have superpowers. I gave so. a 7.5. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I get that he was a teenager, but... Oh. Okay. What happened? Is it like tied? Jake, third place, thirteen point nine five. So I I did worse. Okay. Yeah. Wait wait oh yeah. Fourteen. Oh, yeah. Second place was sixteen point five. Is Kyle? Sixteen point oh. what? Five. Wow. wow. Get this. First place is Spider Man was sixteen point seven five. Wow. Whoa. Point two five of a of a point. Jeez. Okay. Actually, abilities I gave an eight. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> wow, that was wow. close. Yeah. So Spider-Man moving on to the final round. I mean, so I kind of figured Spider-Man, like the villains, like just yeah. that alone mm-hmm. is a huge thing with Spider-Man. So envisioning all these guys coming into a fight, and again, same scenario, Peter Quill's going out first. I think so. Oh yeah. I think uh, it's hard for me to say who would win over Black Panther or Spider-Man. And I. Th- think it depends on when in the story spider-man is yeah if it was, because with it's, it's black panther he's been spider-man training for it his whole life and he wasn't even given the abilities until he was ready whereas spider-man has to like figure things out on his own right yeah. if it was like tom holland spider-man versus black panther like yeah over. if it was mcu i think black panther but if would it was toby mcguire spider-man versus black yeah, panther, no that would I think, also i think black panther would have <laughs> his hands full. i'm talking like comic books level that might oh, be the only thing because any though. cinematic version of spider-man is getting destroyed Mm. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe, maybe the Sp- Spider-Man's going to the final. Ra- oh, yeah, final yeah. round. All right, man, that was a loaded episode. Yeah. We hope you guys have enjoyed it. Kyle, how about you hit us up with a traditional dad joke? Guys, this is actually appropriate because our winner here. So, what does Peter Parker tell people when they ask what he does for a living? He wears underwear and swings around New York. He's Spider-Man. He tells people he's Spider-Man. But that, he doesn't do that for a living. Oh, he's a reporter. Yeah. Uh, he says he's a web designer. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's good. That is really good. That is a great one. That's a, that's a good one. I like that. All right. Well, Eric, take us home. I will. So you can find us at the Seahorse underscore lounge on Twitter or Facebook. The Seahorse, no, Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. The Seahorse Lounge on Facebook. I'm pretty sure I mess this up every time. You're good, man. It's part of the podcast now. Um, we want you to try and email us either questions or episode things you want us to talk about mm-hmm. at our Gmail, the Seahorse Lounge at Seahorse Lounge at gmail.com. Um, we also have our Patreon. We posted our monthly episode up there. It is fictitious nerdy foods that we eat in real life. That mm-hmm. we eat in real life. Yep. Uh, otherwise, I think that's about it. All right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Get back to work.